0: This is Iron Mike Stedman, and you're listening to Dog Whistle Branding, brought to you by the team at Ironbound Media and the Lions Pride. In this inaugural episode of Dog Whistle Branding, I introduce you to what it means to build a dog whistle brand and lay out the road ahead for this series. Before you hear from me, do me a favor and make sure you subscribe to the Dog Whistle Branding newsletter at the link in your show notes. You'll receive a podcast and newsletter from me and my team at least once a week to help you level up your marketing branding and category design efforts and if there's topics you'd like me to cover on the show or in the newsletter feel free to leave a comment on the newsletter or shoot me an email at mike at we are all right gunny take it away yo saddle up lock and load Welcome to Dog Whistle Branding, brought to you by the team at Ironbound Media and the Lions Pride, where we provide weekly tech planning on marketing, brand strategy, and category design for early and growth stage veteran-owned small businesses to keep you in the fight and not face down in a rice paddy. I'm your host, Iron Mike Stedman, a Marine Corps veteran, godfather of Dog Whistle Branding, and CEO of Ironbound Media, a podcast production agency that helps veteran-owned businesses create, distribute and grow branded podcasts in order to engage with your ideal audience. Each week on this series, I coach you through the different marketing, branding, and category design strategies that I've developed over the years to drive revenue and increase customer engagement. Those are the only ROI that matter for a dog whistle brand. I'll also include case studies where I bring on guest SMEs or business owners to provide a debrief on their dog whistle brand strategy. Before we jump into the show, make sure you subscribe to our newsletter at the link in the show notes or visit our website, dogwhistlebranding.com, to stay up to date on all things DWB and our work at Ironbound Media and the Lions Pride. All right, get out your pen and paper and get ready to build a dog whistle brand. What is up, my people? That's right. If you're listening to Dog Whistle Branding, you are my people. This is Iron Mike Stedman, and I am super fired up today for this inaugural episode of Dog Whistle Branding. Uh, This is a project I've been wanting to launch for a while, and I'm just so grateful to see everything come together. From the cover art, to that awesome intro music, to the show notes, and everything else I got ready to uh, bring this vision to life for you all. Um, One of the things that led me to do dog whistle branding is that when I launched my first venture, Ironbound Boxing, a nonprofit based in Newark, New Jersey, I didn't know the first thing about marketing, branding and category design. And it showed, you know, when I rolled out with this vision to create this free boxing program for youth and young adults in the inner city, you know, I didn't know the first thing about putting together like a go to market strategy Attracting donors, anything like that. I really just kind of got on my social media, let everybody know I was building a, a free boxing gym for the community and was able to raise a little bit of money to, to get it off the ground. But the game changer for me was when I connected with Bill Watkins in the Lions Pride and I started to learn, you know, how to really build out a brand playbook. And then I took the lessons I learned at the Pride to kind of mold them into what I call. Dog Whistle Brandon, and it's just been such a huge game changer for me. I took my little nonprofit from about $300 in a bank account to well over $100,000 in a bank account. And when I launched my second venture, Ironbound Media, a podcast production agency for veteran-owned businesses, we were profitable right out the gate. And one of the first things I did was I sat down, and again, when I launched this company, right, when I launched Ironbound Media, it was in the middle of the pandemic, all right? At the time, I was teaching virtual boxing classes, And I was super frustrated with it because that's just not my personality. As you all can probably tell, I have the gift of gab. And I was actually looking for an exit. And so I came up with this idea for a production, a podcast production agency. And one of the first things I did was I sat down and I built out the branding for it, uh, going through a brand playbook through the Lions Pride. Then I put together a flywheel and a menu of products and services and got to work. And we were like profitable right out the gate. And over time, I've just developed my own way of looking at marketing and branding, which I've put together uh, in this package I call our three-step framework for Dog Whistle branding at Ironbound Media. And also I'll let y'all know, Dog Whistle branding is a category that I created to really serve veteran small business owners. Because I feel like one of the challenges that we have is that we bring all this talent from our time in the service. You know, we bring all this leadership, but we're not the best at communicating our value. And especially when we're trying to grow. You know, a lot of us might be good, you know, communicating that value in the initial stages, but just entrepreneurship and running a small business or a nonprofit is such a grind that it it, it takes just, it just, it can be draining. And I don't want that to take place, man. You know, a lot of us, you know, we started our businesses because we want to impact our community, we want to impact the economy, and I want to empower you all to be able to do that. In order to do that, we need to get high-quality leads. We need to get high-quality, perfect customers who like us, love us, and tell everyone how amazing we are. And I firmly believe the way to do that is to build a dog whistle brand. I'm doing it at Ironbound Media. I'm doing it with Ironbound Boxing. And hopefully with this series, I can coach you through how to do it yourself. So what I want to do for this just this inaugural episode is really just kind of lay out the road ahead and let you all know what I'm thinking about for this podcast and how you're going to be able to apply it and uh, how you're going to be able to apply the lessons in your own ventures. You know, one of the first things that we're going to do is, you know, we're going to start by really identifying who your perfect customers are. Your perfect customer, again, is someone who likes you, loves you, pays you a premium for your product or services. When you invoice them, they pay you immediately and they're happy to tell everyone how amazing you are. These are the perfect customers that really make you enjoy being an entrepreneur and don't drain you. But in order to do that, you know, we got to get clear about who they are, where they're spending their time and how we can add value to their lives. And, you know, one of the things that I've kind of noticed in like the startup ecosystem when they teach entrepreneurship is this term product market fit. Nah, we're not worried about that at Dog Whistle Brand, we're worried about perfect customer fit, and we let everything else uh, take care of itself. So we're really going to break that down, and I'm going to give you some strategies on how to find them and how to capitalize upon that. The other thing we're going to be talking about is this new concept. It's not really new, but a lot of people aren't as familiar with it, and it's called category design. And this is basically where you name, where you claim, name, and create your own marketing category. You know, in any market, right? The category king owns 70%, 76% of market share. And everyone else is competing for that bottom 26%. So I'm a I'm a boxing guy or 24%. There's a the math showing you. I'm a grunt. But I'm a boxing guy, right? And so Everlast Worldwide is the largest distributor of boxing equipment globally. They own 76% of market share. Or boxing equipment. So anybody else who enters that market, they're having to compete with Everlast. And in my mind, it doesn't make sense to compete, right? What we want to do is wanna create our own lane. And that's what I'm gonna teach you how to do through category design. One of my friends and mentors is a guy named Christopher Lockhead. He actually wrote the book Play Bigger. Uh it's behind me on the shelf, how pirates, dreamers, and innovators create and dominate markets. And uh, I know the ins and outs of category design. I'm happy to show it, to teach it all to you. That's how I created Dog Whistle Brandon as a marketing category, because, you know, there's a lot of when people think of marketing, we're chasing. You got people chasing clicks and impressions and all this other nonsense. And I'm like, listen, man, for a small business, the only thing that really matters to you is are you driving revenue, which means money's coming in the bank account. Are you engaging with your perfect customers? That means if you do a blog post or a podcast, even if you only have one person reading it, are they responding? Are they commenting? That's engagement. And then this other one I want to add is like impact. Are you able to create the impact that you want to make in the world? You know, for me, my impact is very social. I want to help youth and young adults in the inner city, particularly in Newark. And a lot of the work I do when I bring in revenue for my for-profit, when I bring in donations for my nonprofit, it allows me to continue that work. And so those are the things that uh, I want to encourage you to be looking at. And so it's not looked at as ROI in other markets, but it is here in DWB. So that's the other thing. Next, I also want to help you all build out your company's core. Right. This is like your core values, your core purpose, your bold beliefs, you know, the really essence of your brand. Because for a dog whistle brand, right? You need a perfect customer, you need a whistle, and your whistle can be any platform. Like for me, my platform is podcasting, but it can be videos, it can be blog, it can be newsletters, whatever platform you choose. And then you need a brand. And your brand is what's gonna allow that perfect customer to find you in all this noise that's online. Um, and in order to have a brand, you got to go through a brand playbook, right? You got to understand, again, that core va- your core purpose, right? Not your personal core purpose, because while it might be nice and dandy that you want to make a million dollars and or maybe you want to be a billionaire or sell your company one day, right? Is that core purpose going to align with those of your vendors, with those of your team members? Because guess what? As long if you're a core, if you're a why is to be a millionaire. I don't know if that's going to work when you try to give somebody a pay cut, right? Is a team member going to take a pay cut for the month just to make you a millionaire? No, but if they believe in what you're doing, such as building champions in and out of the ring, or in my case, you know, uh, giving brands a voice they can be proud of at Ironbound Media, that's something that they can rally around, right? So I really want to help you think through that. And then your core values are going to be what keeps it, what, what your core purpose stands upon right so if your core if your core purpose is a stool right your core values are the legs that hold it all together right so we're going to talk about your core values you know how do you create alignment internally how do you identify the behaviors that your company uh brings to your clients right internally and externally because what i see in the space is that like a lot of us take the time to go through core values you know like for me at ironbound one of our core values is uh, uh, don't be afraid to start ugly, never stop learning, lift as we climb. You know, we all have definitions for each of those. But one of the the mistakes we make is we go through all this work of core values that we learn at, you know, Traction, Geno Wickman or Vern Harnish, et cetera, and all these other ones. We go through the process and then that's it. Right. Maybe we have them on some internal documents. But like do our team members and when I say team members, I mean your employees or vendors, do they know your core values by heart? You know, if you stop one of them and ask them what the core values were of the company, can they repeat them to you? Do your clients know what your core values are? Do they know what you stand for? More often than not, the answer is no. And so what I want y'all to do is I want you to use your, I want you to use your brand's core, including your bold beliefs, what you stand for, right? I want us to use that externally. I want you to put it on your website. I want you to put it in your in your engagement letters. I want this to be something that you live and breathe, right? That this is not something that you just talk about, but that, hey, this is something that we're going to leverage to stand out from the crowd. Um, And a lot of people don't do that. So I want to show you how to do that. But in order to do that, we got to build out everything from your core. And in the brand playbook at the Lions prod, you know, one of the things that we have in the core is again, Core values, core purpose, bold beliefs, your BHAG, big, hairy, audacious goal. Shout out to Jim Collins, you know, one of my favorite authors, such a prolific author, along with uh, uh, Peter Drucker. We're going to talk about your, your brand promises. What are you promising to the client and your brand guarantee? How do we take all the risk off the table? And I'm going to walk you through that entire process. And the nice thing about it is when you go through the brand process and you have a brand playbook, it's so much easier to hand this off to a designer. You know, because a lot of times, you know, you pay these vendors to come in and speak on your behalf as a brand, but you're not giving them any assets. So once you go through our brand playbook process, boom, you're going to hand it off to them and they're going to be able to go out and create an amazing brand for you. It just makes everything so much easier. It just creates alignment around all the content you're producing. You know, even for podcasts, if you want to start a podcast, you know, I'm going to ask you what your brand is and what it stands for. If you don't have a brand, we're going to have to build it before we can even launch because you don't want to go out and step into the economy raggedy. You know, you want to come out standing strong and aligned and everything uh, synergized. Right. So that's what I'm going to be able to walk you through. Then once we get the brand, once we get the branding down, then we're going to be able to talk through some different marketing and branding strategies. You know, I'm a big fan personally of one target market, one product and uh, one uh, distribution channel. So one medium, because a lot of y'all out there are spraying and praying all over the internet. You're posting on LinkedIn. You're posting on Instagram. You're posting on Facebook. You're writing blog posts and newsletters. Why? Because somebody tells you that you're supposed to do that or you see other people do that. And in my mind, that's a waste of time. We need to identify who our perfect customer is, where they're spending their time at. Then we need to develop a whistle for them. That way we can communicate directly with them. Again, I like podcasting, but maybe you like writing. And then we get our brand in front of them, right? We got to create a brand that they that they like and love and trust, right? And when they see it, everything from our marketing copy, everything about how we're positioning that brand in their eyes, which is where category design comes in, you know, it's like, throw take my money. Right, that's the goal we want. We want when they see our brand, we want them to say, "Take my money." And so, I'm going to talk through how to do some of that stuff, uh, some different strategies that I've learned. I'm going to bring guests on, talk about strategies as well. And that brings me to my last point: is we're going to do interviews on this podcast. You know, if you're interested in you know jumping on with me and having me go through your brand and uh, give you some advice and feedback, I can do a live case study right here on the show. I'm going to invite some other people on the show as well, some brands that have made some moves in the veteran space um, to tell you how they built their dog whistles and their go to market strategy. And who knows, you know, whatever else I come up with, I feel like adds value to you all. I'm going to be able to do it on the show. So what I want to do with this show is I really want to do this show in collaboration with you as a listeners. So if there's topics that you'd like me to cover on the show, you know, I would love for you to, you know, email them to me or message me on LinkedIn because this is, this is going to be the go to playbook on all things marketing, branding, and category design for us, by us as veteran-owned small businesses. And if you're not a veteran, it doesn't matter. You know, that's my audience. That's who I serve. But maybe you get value out of this series as well and uh, want to work with us. But, you know, that's just a, uh, the reason I'm, I'm working with veterans is because I just feel comfortable working with veterans. If I'm being honest, I feel like I can be myself. I feel like you all like me and get me. And that's why I do the the cover art as aggressive as I do. A lot of you all will recognize the cover art from Full Metal Jacket. You know, instead of uh, bullets in the back of the Kevlar, I got the dog whistle. And instead of the peace button, I put a little dog whistle um, icon that I had made and eat what you kill. And when I say eat what you kill, to me, that means that we are responsible for driving revenue in our business, right? We now got a lot of outside venture capital. Maybe some of y'all do, but for most of us as small business owners, right, What we bring in puts puts food on the table. And so I want to help you all do that. So again, that's just the the veteran audience is who I feel comfortable with. I can feel like I can have fun with it. And I'm just super fired up about this podcast, but we're going to do this in collaboration. I'm not going to pretend like I have all the answers, but if I don't know the answer, I'll bring someone on uh, who does. I'm a prolific reader. I'm always reading, learning, and growing. Again, uh, always learning is one of our core values at Ironbound Media. So uh, this is a way to to leverage some of that learning and uh, also just continue to support the veteran entrepreneurial ecosystem. So I look forward to hosting this show for you all. It's going to be a good time. The plan is to release a show uh, week over week. Some shows will be a little bit longer than other, but for the most part, I plan to keep the show. As long as it needs to be. So if I jump on here and it's only 10 minutes, it's 10 minutes. But if I get a prolific leader like my guy, Bill Watkins from the Lions Pride, who's just a wealth of knowledge and resources, and we start chopping it up, you know, I don't want to cut him off um, and and we'll roll with that. But again, the end game is just to provide uh, nonstop value for you as the listeners. You're my audience and I want to support you in your marketing, branding, and category design and effort. So it's going to be a good time. So uh, do me a favor for this episode and make sure you subscribe to the Dog Whistle Branding Newsletter at the link in the show notes. I'm currently using Substack, which is our newsletter platform, and uh, it allows you to leave comments as well as, you know, contributions. So if you want to send me an article that you want me to run in the newsletter, you know, I'm all about it. Again, I want us to contribute. I want you to contribute to this this platform and really uh, make it your own. I'll send out a podcast and newsletter at least once a week. And if you're interested in being a guest on the show or you want me to cover a specific topic, shoot me an email at at mikeatweareironbound.com or message me directly uh, on LinkedIn. There's also a website for Dog Whistle Branding, dogwhistlebranding.com. I'll be sure to write some blog posts on there for you all. So uh, it's going to be a good time, man. I I appreciate you all for listening uh, to the show. On next week's episode, I'm going to be going over commander's intent, which is my definition for describing your company's why. Before I let you go, I have to acknowledge our sponsors for today's show, which includes my company, Ironbound Media. We help veteran business leaders create, distribute, and grow branded podcasts in order to engage with their ideal audience. We believe audio is the future of publishing, and we're committed to leading the movement for the veteran entrepreneurial community. You can learn more by visiting our website, ironboundmedia.com. Dog Whistle branding is powered by The Lions Pride, a professional training and coaching company for badass founders that serves mission driven, high performing small business owners with at the ready resources, battle tested tools, and full service support. We're proud to support veteran and other badass owned businesses at every stage of growth. You can learn more and get more at TheLionsPride.com. See you all on the next episode.